All right, we've been teasing about it all show long. And yes, we have the Texas Lion here with us, Houston Carson. What's up, man? What's up, guys? Thank you for having me. I uh, can hear the applause from here. <laughs> Houston, Houston. <laughs> Man, uh, so much to talk about. Uh, first and foremost, I'm kind of marking out over here. Big fan. Thank you so much for spending your time with us today. Oh, no problem, man. I'm happy to do it. Uh, the weekdays and during the day are pretty open, so it's exciting when somebody like you messages me. <laughs> wants to do stuff. I can talk about wrestling all day, so this is no problem for me. Right on. Well, let's let's dive right into it. So let's talk about how you broke into the business. How old were you, and, and how did it all shape up? Uh, you know, became a fan at about 10 or 11 years old. I was born in 87, you know, so that was around Attitude Era, 98, 99, 2000. And I uh, graduated high school in 2006. Always wanted to be a wrestler, but I was a real small, skinny guy. And, you know, everybody tells you you can't do it. Uh, my dad wasn't totally against it, but he did say, try college. Try that first so we can say that you never, you didn't try. And I went for two years to a college, and I did really well until the last semester, the fourth semester. And I realized, you know, studying and accounting and business and everything I was going for just wasn't me, and I was wasting his money. I said, I still need the money. Just, just don't put it towards college. Just <laughs> put it towards wrestling school. So I started uh, going to wrestling school in Austin at AAPW, uh, America's Academy of Pro Wrestling, with Mr. Mexico. He was a uh, he traveled a lot with Roddy Roddy Piper. Oh, nice. Uh, back in the day, yeah. And uh, he wasn't a huge name or anything, but he just knew what he was doing. And I went down there and trained with George for a while and then went to Tanaki's Jojo for a little while. Tanaki, he tweaked everything. Uh, George, Mr. Mexico, taught me all of my basics and psychology. and I knew how to have a simple match, but I needed someone to really just tweak tweak myself so I could start becoming a character. Yeah. And Tanaki was always there to help me out with that. He, he helped me get WWE extra work and, you know, go in and do secret promos with Matt Stryker trying to get a character over and they both were so influential on my career. Nice. Now, let's talk about how you came up. Obviously, you're from Texas, so the Texas yeah. Lion fit. But how, how did you come up with, with uh, the Lion? You know, I was I was such a pretty boy for so long when I started. I wanted blonde hair, uh, kind of a Ric Flair, Shawn Michaels, Triple H type thing. But I had a real thin figure. I was getting muscular, but I still looked like this pretty clean-cut boy. And I wanted to become a man, and I tore my knee once and rehabbed it and came back, and I was still just this pretty boy with the blonde hair and doing the shiny moves. And then I did a really bad uh, knee tear, uh, patella tendon, my kneecap came out of place. Oh, my goodness. And, yeah, and I had, to, I had to get all that fixed and let it heal. And I thought, you know, uh, something wasn't working. I need to come back to it. Just kind of like Jericho does or anybody else does. They have to come back and uh, retransform themselves so they don't go nuts doing the same thing over yeah. and over and so I started growing out my chest hair and my beard, and I thought, you know what, no more blonde in my hair. It's going to be all natural brown. Uh, wear more serious colors, browns, blacks, things like that. No more of the turquoise or the lime green or anything. And I talked to a few people. Uh, my mentors, you know, Charlie Haas, Lance Hoyt, Rob Conway, nice. they were always there to kind of help me with things like that when I had, like, career moves to make. And I said, what do you guys think about me becoming almost a lion? And I come back, and I'm no longer slapping hands and, you know, kissing babies. Even if I'm a baby face, I'm just mean and a badass. I hit harder than ever. Yeah. And I said, why not? And so I, for about three or four months, I let everything grow out. And then I said, I got a little bulkier. I changed my diet up and my workout, and I came back, and it was the best move I ever made. Nice. Now, now speaking of your hair, 
Tell me if this is true or not. I heard through the grapevine um, that that while you were wrestling, WWE was giving you a look, and they said you got to cut your hair because you look too much like Triple H. Yeah, yeah, they would always tell me about my hair. Or I'd go and I'd do the half up, half down, like Shawn Michaels, and they'd say, "Kid, you're doing great. What are you trying to be, Shawn Michaels?" I'd say, "Crap." <laughs> so I'd go again and I'd try the Triple H thing, and my shoulders were this wide and my waist was this wide, and I can't help that I have the same frame as some small hips and you know thin legs. And they did the same thing. They were like, hey, you need to try to be yourself. And I said, I promise you, as much as I love Triple H to look up to him, I'm trying to be me. <laughs> you got to change. It was always change something. But I'm not the only one they do that to. They, they'll tell a guy to work on his abs and grow his hair out. He'll do that. He'll go back and they'll say, hey, maybe get a little thicker in the stomach and cut your hair. And they just, they just mess with you and mess with you. You know, if they need you, they need you. Yeah. All right. So, so you moved into promotions now. And you're yeah. over in the college station area. Yeah. Um, tell us, like, when you're when you're when you had to retire early from your career, when did it click in your head? You're like, okay, it, promotions. I'm getting into. Yeah, the game. I found I found out I believe in March or April that I had the heart condition, and it was kind of a cold turkey quit. There wasn't I couldn't even plan like a fun last match with one of my favorite opponents. Yeah. Just had to stop, and I was a little bitter over that. I. I cried once. Uh, my fiance and I went over to my mom's to tell her, and I wasn't going to cry. And of course, you break down because your life just 180 like that. Yeah. And that was about the one time I cried over it, but I was still sulking and bitter on the inside. And I thought, you know what? I don't want anything to do with wrestling. I, I'm going to step away from it because I'll go insane and not be able to put my boots back on again. Yeah. So I started Lions Pride Fitness. I, be, you know, started this personal fitness company. Uh, started changing people's lives and. That was exciting, and I wanted to keep doing that. But about two to four months had passed, and that wrestling, you know, I needed, I needed the drug back in my veins because <laughs> I had lived on it for so long. And I told my fiance, I said, I want to try it. Let's just do a show, and let's just see if it works out. Mm-hmm. And we ran our first show October 26th of 2016. And, wow, I mean, it was, I think we had 748 people show up. Wow. And, and this wasn't bringing in a big WWE name. This was just good, homegrown, independent talent. Yeah. And I just busted my ass advertising. And I knew the area. And for the for first time, it was extremely exciting seeing the parking lot filling up and the highway to get in. People were turning around because they didn't want to wait any longer. And I thought, wow, people are actually leaving because it's so busy. It's kind of double-edged sword there. But I just knew, okay, I'm, I'm going to try this. And hell, um, let's see, we just did our last show on June 30th, and I believe that was our 12th event yeah. in about eight months. Wow. And they've all been great. And, you know, we started up in the talent, and every, every event I choose a charity, and I give them either all of the proceeds or we do a percentage of the proceeds. But every event has helped out something. So I'm not just trying to be this sleazy wrestling promoter. I'm trying to do something that the community starts loving because wrestling has such a bad rap, you know? Right. I wanted to bring it into College Station where there's never been wrestling and say, hey, this is kind of like Aggie football or Aggie baseball. We're all in this together. Mm-hmm. You bring your families, college kids, uh, old folks, anybody. Just come out and have a good time. And that's really what we're doing. And it's super exciting. Yeah, and, and you got some epic cards that you, you put together. ROH oh, yeah. talent, New Japan talent, former WWE, WCW. I mean, how in the world do you get all this talent in one place? I was, I was very fortunate. You know, I wrestled for about eight or nine years, almost a decade. And, of course, I started off small time doing nothing, but I got good at it. And I started getting all these good bookings. 
And as the good bookings come, the locker rooms get super talented, and you make friends with these guys, and you get their phone number, and some of them you have a genuine bond with, some of them you do a little ass kissing, you know, <laughs> politic wise, you know, yeah. wrong with that. But I would get to know everybody. So when it came time for me to retire, I I got to hire all these guys, and I had their numbers, and we had had good references, and we had good matches together, and so I'm contacting them, and uh, it's just been incredible. Uh, like you see the next show. Man, I almost can't think of everybody that's on it because we have so many people. Uh, Rikishi, Chris Masters, Rob Conway, Brian Cage, who is the X Division champion right now. Yes. Um, we have, um, shoot, so many. Oh, we're crowning a new 360 champion. We have Alexander Hammerstone, who's about to blow up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ricky Starks, international star. Barrett Brown, been doing the New Japan dojos. Jackson Stone was just on Impact the other night. Uh, Johnny Swole who is the coolest tell kid in the world. <laughs> <laughs> now, let me ask you this. Um, so you, you went into promotions. You said yeah. you needed it back in your veins. What now gives you that adren- adrenaline rush as a promoter? Oh, man, uh, people think I'm crazy, and if they haven't heard me say it yet, I, I really, if I, my heart was okay and I could go back to wrestling, I don't think I would do it because – I'm one of those guys that even though I was a really great player, I think I'm a better coach. Uh, I'm better at putting everything everything together. And the feeling I get when – so obviously you, you book the show, you hire the talent. So I have this list of guys, and I have my babies in my hills. I kind of know what I need to get across. And I don't like to have a show that just has five matches and do whatever you want. Everything happens for a reason. There's a promo that leads into everything. Something from the last show continues here. That way there's emotion because wrestling without emotion is honestly – one of the most boring things in the world. And whenever I type this up and I have these scripts and I give them to everybody and then we set production up and we have nice entrance screens, lighting, and I'm sitting there behind production at the screen while a match is happening and then the crowd is just on that roller coaster ride and everything just goes just right, that's my adrenaline rush now. And that, to me, is so much better than 10 minutes in wrestling. I had one match on the show and I had to share the spotlight. Now I create the spotlight and I see my little uh, project come together. That's the adrenaline rush. Yes. Now, is there any plans in the future for Lions Pride to be on like on a on a video platform? You know, we we're starting small. We do a lot of social media. Uh, we do a lot of Facebook Live things. Uh, I don't want to be one of those guys who puts all my eggs in one basket right now. You know, people always ask me, "You're going to go national? You're going to try to get a TV deal?" To be honest, I am so happy right now with our Vimeo and our YouTube and our our social media platform because right now social media is kicking ass as far as um, watching programs goes. You know, everything you can do now is on your phone. Yeah. And so I think we're going to ride the social media way for a little bit because it's working and if it, uh, it's not broke, don't fix it, you know? There you go. Now, where can people find more information about your upcoming show? Uh, our main website is lionsprideproductions.com and that has everything on there. That has our video links, our pictures, our event links. Uh, I can even get you in shape on there. Alliance Pride Fitness has a link. You send me an application. If you live close, I'll train you here at the gym. If you live far away, I'll make custom plans for you. And we haven't touched on this yet, but now we have the new tab for the Lions Den training facility. We are training superstars right here in Aggieland. That's right. I saw the video that you yeah. did of the overview. Looked like somebody Ooh. was up on a perch and started yes. from one end of the building to the other on the video. If you haven't seen it, you can go to Lions Pride on Facebook or go to The Average Marks on Facebook, and you can check yes. it out. That is an absolute beautiful facility you have, man. I was very fortunate. Uh, it's 
I'll make a long story short. So I had a water heater installed in the house. The old one went out. The plumber, every time somebody comes to the house to do anything, I give them a flyer and some tickets and say, hey, you might not like wrestling. Here's some free tickets. Bring the family and check it out. If you hate it, never come again. If you love it, support us. Yeah. So the plumber gave the tickets to his brother who owned Bryan College Station Boxing, uh, Carl Perry. Carl Perry took his wife and their kids to the event. They'd never been to a wrestling event. Even the kids had told him, Dad, I don't want to go wrestling. It sounds stupid. They all fell in love. Nice. Carl Perry comes to me and says, hey, I want to sponsor one of your future charity events. That way I can get some advertising for my boxing company and help out the kids. I said, great, let's have a meeting. I go to his facility to have this meeting, and just like the video, you look around and you think, this is 15,000 square feet of awesomeness. <laughs> and I say, hey, let's forget this whole sponsorship thing. I'll advertise you all the time. But what do you say about us sharing this facility? Because there is a heartbeat in this town for pro wrestling. The shows are getting bigger and bigger. Every After every show, I get emails or text messages or Facebook messages. Carson, how can I be on the crew? How can I be a wrestler? And I say, mm-hmm. hey, I'm just a promoter. Go to Booker T's, go to Rudy Boy Gonzalez's. But, you know, I don't do that. And it got to a point where I was like, you know what? I can do this. So I clicked in my head. I asked Carl Perry. I said, let's share this facility. You know, what What kind of deal can we work out to where I, we can share this? Because you have so much room here. We can have wrestling rings in here. So we're like the total combative sports uh, like headquarters of town. We have an MMA cage. We have a boxing ring. And now we have a wrestling ring. Punching bags. It's, it has a weight room. I mean, it's the resources are unlimited. And so that's how that started. And then I had the flyer made, and I got with Coach Presley, who's Aaron Presley, who is my general manager. He actually went to wrestling school, but once he graduated, he realized wrestling wasn't for him. <laughs> he really enjoyed the producing, the announcing, the booking. Yeah. So he went that way. He started his own company. He does professional bull, uh, bull riding and rodeo announcing. He sets up our shows. Everything is because of Aaron Presley. The screens, the lighting, that's all his mastermind right there. Yeah. And so he is just a great great guy as far as wrestling etiquette and promos and production goes. So he's a coach. I'm the head trainer because I was a wrestler. And my fiance, Kenzie, actually graduated from Texas A&M. She has her bachelor's in sports management, and she minored in coaching. So she took all the kinesiology and diet nutrition training classes, and she's actually never used that degree to coach. Well, now she's going to be at the facility using that degree to coach. So when you come to be a student at the Lions, not only do we teach you how to wrestle, we teach you every aspect of the business, and one of the most important ones is looking like a star so that people, when they're channel surfing, they stop on you because you look awesome. Yeah. And so now you get your own coach to handle your diet and your working out. And it's uh, it's the first I've seen. I mean, I'm sure there are some schools like this, but in Texas I haven't seen a school where it's a one-stop shop. You get everything done, and we turn you into the total superstar. Right, and and you're you're so right. I mean, even if you look the part, if you don't have mic skills, which yeah. that's such a, such a huge part of the industry today, is yes. getting up and and talking. Oh yeah, um, nobody, not everybody can be Brock Lesnar, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's a one, one in a lifetime. <laughs> now, let me ask you this: you you got uh, some uh, you got your first class coming up. Is there still room? Oh, there's still room. Yes, yes. Okay. We we want to start with twenty. And we're almost at the limit, but there's still room. And, of course, I'm not going to stop anybody from following their dream. I would always go over 20 if I needed. We have the resources and the room available. But uh, August 6th is opening day, and that's coming up really soon. And we were excited. We're going to train three times a week. And, like I said, we're going to cover everything. They're going to get a workout. Every uh, every um, 
practice, they're going to get a workout, they're going to get diet tips, they're going to have a promo work, and they're going to have in-ring training with me. And then Coach Presley, of course, is going to run uh, cardio and conditioning in the ring. Because, you know, running on a treadmill and doing gym cardio is totally different than conditioning in the ring mm -hmm. when you're running the ropes and tumbling and three-quarter rolling. Yeah. And these kids are going to be – it's very a very fortunate time for this area because I'm excited to put it all together. And like you said, somebody could come out of a wrestling school and look so good and be a great wrestler, but no one told – taught them how to talk. Mm -hmm. You know, they're terrified in front of a camera, and it's like, you're wrong business. Or somebody could be the best wrestler ever, but no one taught them any diet, and no one's going to book them because you can't put them on a flyer because that's not going to bring anybody in. Right, exactly. Man, you got a lot of great things going on. And also, uh, people can sign up for the school at lionsprideproductions.com as well? Oh, yeah. Uh, there's an application form on the school tab, and that goes right to my email, and I get right back to you. And, and how long is the course? Oh, we're going to train them for a year. Okay. I, yeah. Uh, some schools only go three months, six months, but in my opinion, uh, they're not going to get their money's worth, and they're not going to learn enough in under a year Yeah. because there's so many things to this business that yeah, I trained for a year, and I actually stayed about another uh, six months after that just to keep learning because mm -hmm. even to this day, you don't stop learning, but I think a year is going to be just right to let these kids kind of flap their own wings after 12 months. Right. Well, Houston, thank you so much for joining us, man. This was an absolute blast. I appreciate it. And we definitely wanted to get you on the show because we noticed what you're doing over there in College Station. It's reaching all the way over here to Lake Charles. Um, man, tons of great stuff going on there. Your cards are absolutely amazing. The stuff that you're doing for your community, uh, it's, dude, it, your production is like the total package. Like, not only I, are you bringing. I'm blushing over here. <laughs> not only <laughs> do you bring entertainment, but you also bring. Uh, support for local organizations and yes. like you said that you know giving wrestling a great name back and yes, man what you're doing for the business is amazing keep it up thank you so much and do you have any closing uh thoughts for any for everybody listening uh man i would just like to thank you again for your support you're you're about six hours from me and you're still right there you know acting like my community and i love that teamwork makes the dream work yeah. And all we got to do is just stick together and make wrestling awesome instead of tearing it down like everybody does. But, guys, yeah, like you said, Lions Pride Productions, we have everything there. And anybody who loves us or is just now finding out who we are, thank you so much. And we look to be a really big part of your lives pretty soon. Right on, man. Well, Houston, thank you, brother. All right, thank you. Have a good one. You too.